What would you do if you could see the shape of your soul? Just imagine standing before your soul and it looks like a piece of marble. You can touch and sense the texture. You can see the hundreds of choices and actions that made you who you are today. All of your ideas, your errors, your virtues, your emotions, your experiences, they are shapes and lines forming this giant sculpture. It's like a potential masterpiece. But then you are given a chisel to design your soul the way you want it to be. And the opportunity to strip away all of what is getting in your way to achieving your vision of yourself. Imagine you can do that. Could there be any greater opportunity? Well, imagine no more. This is not a fantastical thought experiment. The shape of your soul is your character. Your character's component may not be as visual, but they are real and they affect every part of your life. And this is not a random analogy. Did you know that the word character comes from the Greek word that means chisel? Oh yeah, that's the same sharp tool used to make sculptures. Sculptures. But here's something more interesting. Of all the questions you can ask yourself, there's one that begs, always begs to be sculpted. And that is, who am I? Who am I? It's simple to ask, but it's often hard to articulate. But when you find your chisel, you set yourself on a journey of self-discovery and growth. And that is why, after a long break of self-examination, we are back for season two of Ideas on Trial, with me, your host, Leopold Ajami, and my co-host, Ricardo Pinto. In season two, we are putting the concept of character on trial from different perspectives, but this time with the help of some selected guests. Hello, Leopold. Hello, everyone. Hello, Ricardo. I must say, I miss your voice, man. (laughs) And I miss miss being here. Yeah. What you say about character is very interesting. And I guess part of it is not only that it's the basis of your identity, basically, but a basic knowledge you can and should have about yourself and about people. But here's what I find amazing. Moral character is not discussed much in the culture. That's right. Of course, everybody knows about, everybody knows or has a vision about what is moral character. And there are either fictional characters, but also individuals in history that we admire precisely because of their character. You can think about non-controversial figures such as Martin Luther King or Nelson Mandela, who through their character, through their virtues, such as courage and integrity, stood up for their values. So it is a notion that we are aware of, but yet that sounds 
old-fashioned, that sounds passé, a 1950s thing. So, my first question to you in this new season is, why do you think it's that? Why have we lost this beautiful concept? Top of mind, Ricardo, I have no idea. <laughs> and I guess that's what we are going to explore throughout this season. I don't know why we lost it, but if I want to introspect about my life, I would say we are never taught to think about our character. Like you have different views in the culture. You have one view that says character is something you're born with or it's related to your genes or purely to your genes or character is something important in the social context but not necessarily it's not a skill it's not something that you can develop so we're born with all these ideas and we reach a point where we wonder why am i like this we look at ourselves in the mirror and we wonder like i don't like myself or i love myself but even then we can't say why uh, so I don't have a definitive answer. I guess I'm super excited to learn throughout this season why we lost the notion and the importance of character and why there's so many confusion around it and also what we can do about it. How we can start investing in our character. Yeah, I could only say this. I have no definite thesis and it's something I want to explore with you more. But certainly in philosophy, particularly. So philosophy started with Socrates with a focus on moral character. Yeah. But since the last two centuries, I would say, since Kant and the utilitarians, philosophy has become more, especially moral philosophy, about either duties or about the effects of our actions. Or in contemporary philosophy, it's more about the logic mm. of ethical proposition yeah. and not about what kind of life, what kind of attributes you want to develop for yourself. Of yeah. course, there are ways and advancements, I would say, in which we see more of a concern about moral character or character in general. For example, in well-being studies in, in psychology for what they're worth, you can also think about some developments in ethics and epistemology, which focus on virtue, virtue ethics, virtue epistemology. So that's, I think, uh, one of the few ways in which you can see an explicit concern about character. But I wonder, why, why is it important to recover this language, this notion? Why, why should we care and why should we use it as a theme for, for a podcast? It's interesting what you said, the, the overview of the root of moral character, specifically when it comes to philosophy. And I think that's the problem. So the first problem is we, we are not taught to like philosophy. It's a very complicated topic to so many people. It's very esoteric and one of the key problems is that even academically when you learn about philosophy and virtues and moral character it's very abstract right so okay i can understand the importance of honesty and integrity but it's very abstract or it's very focused on thought experiments that you rarely experience in your own life 
And I need practical guidance. You need, all of us, we need practical guidance. And I think that's a key problem. But what I love about this theme of character this season is, if I want to think about it very, very simplistically, I would say, if you want to flourish in your life, in any aspect of your life, you need to live by a certain moral principle, a certain moral code that promotes flourishing, right? And a moral code provides you with guidance for your thoughts and actions, whether it's short-term or long-term. And the sum of your thoughts and action form your character, right? Like that's how I think about it from a very basic perspective. Now, here's something interesting. If you build the wrong ideas, you will only get better at getting worse. Think about it. Think about sports. If you adopt ineffective techniques on how to shoot the ball, let's say, and you keep on doing it every day, no matter how much training you, you get or how much habit you build, you will get better at getting worse. And the same goes for character. If your thinking and actions are not in harmony and not directed towards your flourishing, you will get better at getting worse, right? And with time, maybe you will come to believe that you really can't change your character. And guess what? Yeah, most of the times you can because you've been packing and, and, and building all these wrong habits and, and ineffective ideas. And I think that's one key importance of why today, more than ever, we have to talk about character and the importance of character and techniques on how to build our character effectively. Yeah. So you brought two important ideas, which I think are central to understand why we need this knowledge about moral character. Those ideas, those two concepts are skill and guidance. And another way that you can answer this question is to think about human life in general, your life. We as human beings are the only animals that can project themselves into the what's coming and the what's possible. The only mm, ones. I love that. And right now we are in a, in a decade, in a society where everybody's thinking and planning and ambitious about the future, right? Yeah. And there is an awareness that that future requires some kind of knowledge, some kind of a skill that you should acquire so you can be prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, some place it in technology and a skill like programming. Some others place their hopes in AI. Others think in more general terms about critical thinking, for example, or being a generalist, which is something that is becoming trending. And all of that is valuable and all of that is necessary, even if you're not going to be a professional in those specific fields. But I think a way that I like to think about moral character is that it is the most fundamental form of knowledge that you can develop to live and reap the benefits of that future. So moral character is usually thought especially in the old-fashioned way, as the qualities that will make you a good person in the eyes of others. So it's similar to a letter of credibility. 
you can think about it is your letter of credibility in the eyes of others. And credibility is an important thing that you need for the future. But moral character is more than that. And I hope we can live up to that promise to show you that it's more than what you show, what you can demonstrate to other people. It's a letter of credibility to yourself. It's a letter of credibility that you, with your knowledge, with your effort, with your skill, can build that future for yourself and can build the resilience and the mastery that you need to be successful in the what's coming and create the, that possibility that is not yet realized. Yeah, I love that. And uh, this will give me a good segue to say that throughout the season, we will interview guests from different fields. So we will be talking to people from AI, from the metaverse, uh, from the fitness world, from, uh, you know, children's books, art. from art, from... So we are reaching out to different people because we want to explore the value of building a character, specifically a moral character. And one of the things that you talked about, which is, which I love the building the credibility with yourself. I mean, he, here you just inspired me for a, for a worthy episode to talk about the distinction between character and charisma, because I think when we talk about charisma, we talk more about, you know, that credibility with other people, but that's a yeah. topic for another, for another day. <laughs> so that's interesting. And we're very excited to launch season two and to meet our audience because we received a lot of messages from our audience asking us about some of the skills and some of the tools that we talked about, which is so refreshing. And I want to thank each and every one of you who reached to us. So please have a look at our website, ideasontrial.live, or just go to our Instagram page, ideasontrial, and reach out to us. If you know anyone you want to recommend to come on our show, if you want to, come to our show. You're most welcome. We have a form where you can apply and we'd love to hear from you. And we're super excited to start talking about the formation of our character. Mm -hmm.